0: Hello friends and welcome back to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host Liz Cox and y'all I am so pumped that season two is here. We are kicking it off. I mean maybe the best way I know how with a guest that you all have been begging for since we basically launched. Today on the podcast we've got the incredible amazing sweetest in the whole world Miss Olivia Ring on the podcast. If you guys do not know who Olivia is let me tell you a little bit about her. Olivia is an Indiana girl now living in New York City. She is a lifestyle blogger and she was once upon a time a twirl girl. That's right. She started her career kind of in the walls of our store. She was a manager for us a couple years back and has just exploded in the blogger sphere and we are so proud of her. And today she's gonna share her story with you guys about how she kind of got to where she is today along with some of the best advice for any of you in any season that you're in about how we can wait well and be grateful for what we have right in front of us, how we can be present in our season and just filled with joy and thankfulness in the midst of it. But before we get to Olivia, I want to give a huge shout out to our amazing sponsor for today's podcast, the Smile Lab. The Smile Lab by White Green Margaret Orthodontics makes it possible for you to get your dream smile, even with your crazy busy schedule. Visit thesmilelab.com to complete an online smile assessment. Their local and trusted orthodontist will review your smile, then be in touch. Be confident in your smile on your wedding day or any day before or after with the help of the Smile Lab and the Summit at Fritz Farm. Not only is the Smile Lab so amazing, but they also offer 40% less than competitors when it comes to financing your Invisalign treatment. And for our amazing podcast listeners, they are offering 10% off of your entire comprehensive Invisalign treatment. That's right, 10% off just mention twirl talk when you go in for your visit and you will get that amazing discount we are so grateful for the support of smile lab and cannot wait to see your bright smiling faces thanks to the incredible work that they do so without further ado i am gonna stop my rambling and send you on your way to listen to my amazing conversation with olivia y'all are gonna love her if you don't already to sit back relax and enjoy all right, friends, you all have asked for this guest literally since we launched. I mean, you all are fangirls, die hard for this lady. And now she's on her podcast. <laughs> and it's just funny because you're our friend, but you're like, everyone just loves Olivia Rink. We just love you.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. You know, Twirl has a special place in my heart. So thank you for having me.
0: Oh, well you have a special place in our heart. It feels really funny to think back when I interviewed like five and a half years ago, I just remember it, literally remember you walking down the stairs and being like, Oh, that's Olivia. And then it was, like, <laughs> it was like, so funny, literally so funny. And then we hung out and I was like, Oh, this is great. Cause at that point people were just like in love with you from UK cheerleaders. <laughs> No, my glory days,
1: my glory days. But go cats, man. Go cats. That was just seriously the best decision I ever made to go to oh, Kentucky. So it's the best. I, mi- I
0: miss it every day. I know. I, you just need to like come back and visit more.
1: Come I mean, that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I will not end up there.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I like what I'm hearing. I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a chance. I like it. Oh, I like that so much. This is like news <laughs> to me. Um, well, tell tell people, I'm like gabbing about you all day long, but tell people a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do, and like, you know, all the things. The story. Yeah. Just your the story. story. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh gosh.
1: So, <laughs> so I, I grew up in a small town in Northern Indiana. It's about like an hour and a half outside of Chicago. And I'm the second oldest of four kids. I have two brothers and a little sister, and I'm so close with my parents and my siblings and my grandma, Nani. We all live within like a mile of each other. She's the best. (laughs) She's the best. Um so they're a huge part of my life and uh, they made me into the person I am. So that's I'm a small town Indiana girl at heart but love it. Lived in Chicago for a little bit, a couple of years, loved it so much. Um still yeah. my favorite favorite city oh. in the world. Um and now I live in New York City. Crazy. And it's coming up on a year. Is it really a year in yep in September. So wow. That's wild. Yeah, I was a gymnast and cheerleader my whole life. So when it came time to decide where I was going to go to college, that had that played a big part in it. And so it was a long shot that I wanted to cheer for the best cheerleading program in the country. And that's kind of where my um, where Kentucky became a part of my story. So like I said to this day, I still say it was the best decision I ever made deciding to go to school there because. I ended up making the team, winning national championships with that team, and meeting like my very best friends that I still talk to almost every single day. And that's also how I crossed paths with my now boyfriend, Connor, of almost
0: three years. So a lot of good things came out of Kentucky. (laughs) That's right. That's right it did. Oh, I love that. Well, and I think what a lot of people don't realize, I mean, obviously we know, but Olivia was one of Twirl's managers many, many moons ago. It's crazy because we never really overlap. Right. Because you interviewed me with Ty and, and then took, you swooped in. <laughs> I'm coming in. <laughs> but yeah, which is just like crazy. Gosh, we would have had way too oh, much. Oh, it fun. would have been so fun. Oh my gosh. I
1: I loved that job so much. It's I always so tell anyone who asked me and you know everything you know everything yeah. about it but just I really couldn't have asked for a better job right after college I yeah. I loved it I loved Le- Lexington so much and I knew I didn't want to leave so yeah. I was interviewing and looking for jobs in Lexington and I ended up you know God's plan led me right through the front door of that little yellow house
0: it's still yellow right
1: it's we're actually it. turning
0: it blue like literally oh. as we speak but it's, it's like been yellow for a long time Yeah, Uh, like a light blue. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Not um, UK blue, but, you know. Yeah, light blue. Nice dusty blue, yeah. Like a wedding blue. (laughs) Yeah, there you go, yes. But
1: yeah, I interviewed with Ty to be a bridal consultant and the assistant manager, and I loved it. I loved everything about it, working with the brides and learning about bridal fashion and, you know, learning the business side of it, and Mm -hmm. that is where I kind of started my Whole love for blogging, I guess, because I was yeah. I was handling the Twirl blog and writing little posts here and there for Twirl. Yeah, at that time, that was um, right after college and in my last couple years of school is when Instagram made its debut <laughs> and um, I was just so kind of using it and posting like, you know, my journey with Kentucky cheerleading and then I was posting about working at Twirl and what it was like working in the bridal fashion industry, um, I would share like friends and family. And I guess I was kind of lifestyle blogging before before yeah, that was a thing. Before it was a thing. Yeah. Before I, before I knew it was lifestyle blogging. Right. I, I Right when I, I guess when I graduated, I had a following of like 10,000 people. And yeah. at that time, that was a lot. And so I, over time, just realized it was something that I loved doing. And all my Kentucky girls and cheerleaders all over the country were Um, really interested in what I was wearing and what I was writing about. And so I really felt like I had the passion and the drive to turn it into something. And so I started my website in 2014. And my parents thought I was so crazy. And I don't even know if I really told a lot of my friends. But yeah. I I knew I could turn it into something and yeah I started it from there.
0: And here we are. And here we are. Five years Later. 2019. Killing it. Yeah, so wild. It's just so fun to hear how people got to where they are, and in that it's not an overnight thing, but it is especially for people that are doing it well. It's been such a, in a lot of ways, like a natural progression of like, yeah, like this makes sense that I would do this, and that you're not doing it out of a place of oh, I just want to be Instagram famous. It's like no, you you had a passion for it. People were excited about it, and it was so much more about I don't know, not a not about you like you're writing about you, but it's not about you what I love about you is you serve people through what you're doing like it's not like a look at how cool I am
1: you know what I mean like <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you're gonna make me cry because it's oh. like it's, it's so important to me that that is what people get out of my blog because yeah. you know it, it is a self-serving industry I mean like come on like yeah. selfies and like pictures and like your whole feed is pictures of yourself but it's yeah. like I I never found purpose in that and that Mm -hmm. is why my blog is so important like Instagram is cool and great but like my blog where I can write and elaborate and share more of my thoughts and my feelings with my readers and you know connect on the bad breakup or just like hard things that you deal with in your 20s it's just like I wanted a place where I could connect with girls and show them that I'm just a normal 20 something just going through the same things they are but I'm just publicizing it (laughs) so that people can like feel a little less alone you know yeah
0: Oh, and, that, and that's why I feel like it's so successful for you. And that just because like the Lord has so beautifully equipped you to do what you're doing. And I think it's so fun that we've gotten to be like a small piece of that in a lot of ways. You had no idea that writing for Twirl's blog five, six years ago would lead you to this, you know, like it's just
1: oh, it's I had- wild. I had no idea. And even when I first started the blog, I really, I really didn't know why exactly I was doing it. And it's only yeah. been in the last few years that it's like really connected with me that like I wanted to do it to share more of my faith and how that's completely mm-hmm. impacted my life and how it literally it has gotten me through where I am today Mm -hmm. I just I kind of think of it as like an online journal you know I talk about clothes and organization and makeup and all that but it's really just a place where I can voice my thoughts and my feelings because like you and my my friends know that that I just love to talk about feelings and (laughs) what you're thinking and what you're feeling and how that makes you do certain things. And I just, I like expressing myself that way. And it's it's just been so cool to make it into my career. Yeah.
0: And not everyone gets to do that. So it's so fun to just see it just do so well and connect to so many people. It's just fun to see the Lord show himself off through what you're doing. I just love it. I love it so much. But it is like and you said, you know, there is such depth to what you're doing. Like it's so much more than fashion and makeup and organizing your bedroom. But at the same time, like you have found a really fun niche and like you're just a little fashionista that people just love. I think finding your personal style is harder than a lot of like, it's just not something that everyone has an easy time doing. I think a lot of people can stick to trendy things and are like, Oh yeah, this is, this is what's hot right now. But it's like, is that really you? Like, is that really your personal style? And I think that's the fun thing about fashion is it can be such an expression of who you are if you let it be. I mean, I know some people don't give two rips about it, but a lot of people, and I think, which is where I'm going with this is. You know, I think you have found such a fun personal style for yourself and you help so many brides find how to find their personal style within their wedding dress, which I think is an interesting thing to translate in a lot of ways. Cause it's like, I'm not going to wear leopard print on my wedding dress, but like, (laughs) what does that, you know what I mean? Like, how do I translate that love of like, I like a pop of something, you know, what would, what would you kind of say to, I don't know, just One, like how do you, how did you come to like hone in on owning like a personal style and what are kind of some tips or tricks that maybe you shared once upon a time with someone that's going to buy a wedding dress? I mean like, hey girl, this is how you can kind of put your own spin on your wedding dress.
1: So I really believe that when it comes to your personal style, the whole thing is it's personal. So.
0: If it's not what you
1: like and you're just doing it because it looks cool or it's trendy or whatever, then it's not your personal style and you just look like everyone else not that my style is completely like out there or different but I just I think that if you love something and you feel good when you're wearing it honestly like one of the top things for me is if it fits you correctly yes if something fits you well you can seriously pull anything off like I wear some of the craziest stuff like especially during (laughs) Week, and like we have to you know it's like fun we like to use color and just experiment with different things because when you're posting you know an outfit a day for five years you gotta kind of get creative. So, so up a bit. Yeah. But like, I just kind of feel like I have two different styles. Like I have my comfortable, like neutral colors, everyday outfits that I love. But then I have like my more saucy outfits that are <laughs> good for like special occasions and just fun for shoots. And I, I think that's totally fine. And I think most girls probably, you know, have the two different their closet but like I said with the whole the fit thing I think fit and like a flattering silhouette once you figure out what silhouettes and what what things look good on your body type then Mm -hmm. you've really figured out like a lot of the key to your personal style Mm -hmm. yeah so you know I'm petite I'm 411 so I, I have a really good tailor. <laughs> I know <laughs> the companies that carry the tiny sizes, the small yeah. sizes. That's really helped me feel comfortable in what I'm wearing, which really shines through in what you're wearing. Is if you're comfortable. So for brides, I would say, you know, I don't know yet. Like I, I haven't. I've tried on a million wedding dresses. So I'm working at <laughs> Twirl. Wedding, let's yeah. be honest. But, yeah. but I haven't ever done it with the mindset that it's going to be one yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't really know um, exactly what I will think yet when it comes to that point but I think that if you're comfortable in it it's flattering on you and you know you you kind of know what fabrics you like or what kind of what styles you like and I really think that when you put it on it's one of those things that you'll just kind of know when you have it on you'll have like a different feeling and I when I was working with prides I feel like you always just kind of you can sense it when they put it on you
0: know
1: totally yeah you can sense it and they might not even realize it they might not realize it and so like they'll have it on but they'll just kind of be standing a certain way and like looking Mm -hmm. at it in the mirror a certain way hoping that the people that they're with kind of like say something like oh I love that too but yeah I think that it's kind of you'll just you'll know when it feels right And, Mm -hmm. and for that just a little side note I think that it's important to just only bring the people that know you really well and <laughs> love you so much and <laughs> yeah. just kind of know the things that you like so that yeah. you're not influenced by too many decisions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can just like kiss you for saying all the things. all the things.
1: <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember. You're the like, opinion.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But it's true. And I love that you said like we as consultants can kind of sense it before the bride does. I always say if she's patting herself, <laughs> and she's like twirling, like literally just like petting the dress and twirling. I'm like, "This, this is your dress. Like, yeah, it's the pet. Yeah. Definitely the pet. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's such just like a cool moment to watch too. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. I feel like, you know, over the years, like I can get not numb to it, but just like a, okay, we did it. Here's another dress. Right. But those moments when like everyone's crying. It like catches me off guard when I'll still cry. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm not, I will cry all the time. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm not heartless. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> I know you can get so jaded. I feel like selling them all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's the best when you're still like, no, this is like such a magical thing to be a part of with people. Cause I it think is. for a lot of brides, that's the first time that this is like really hit them of like, Oh, I am getting married. Like, Oh,
1: totally. Especially when they nice. put the veil on.
0: They're done. Done. The bail moment. They're crying done. before. They're crying now. Right. It's the best. It's so cool. Well, and I love talking about all that because I feel like I'm sure at the time, and I can't remember. I don't remember if you. Well, you weren't married, so. Well, I was like, I can't remember if you. Were no, married it was not. No. no. For sure, not married. Definitely
1: um, never been married.
0: Yeah. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I feel like a lot of people, and at least they say it to me when they realize I'm not married yet. They're like, Oh, this is such a fun job. But like, is it so hard? Like, is it so hard for you? And I'm like, first of all, please don't pity me. But also, yeah, it is hard sometimes. Like it is hard to like watch all of these people come through the door day after day. They're like, Oh, you, you get to not that It's going to sound really bad, but like, not a like, oh, you get to get married and I don't, but it's like, oh my gosh, all these people have found their people and I'm still just hanging out. But I think, and you and I have talked about this before, and I would love for you to like dig into it more. I think the thing that, at least for me, like grounds me the most is just trusting like, this just isn't my, and again, like you and I, because of our faith can like trust that our life is exactly how it should be. Like we're exactly where we need to be. And so people all the time are like, when they say, is this really hard for you? I'm like, if you catch me on a bad day, I'll tell you yes. But on, <laughs> on a good day, like, no, like the Lord's just been really sweet to, to breed contentment in my heart that like good for you, but I'm, I'm okay where I am too. Talk to me about what that's looked like for you over the years. Cause I know just through heartache and falling in love and all these things. And it, it it, waiting for your time is hard, but what for you is it that helps you just embrace your seasons, trust the Lord that he's like, got you where you want. I don't know, just all the, you and I have talked about this a lot, but I don't know, just, just how, how, how does that play out in your life? What does that look like for you?
1: I mean, you said it, the word contentment, you know, that is, that is seriously what it's all about. It's finding contentment because the girl who has a husband is worried about furthering her career and finding more purpose. And then the girl who has the career going for her is worried about when she's going to find him and when she's going to start her family. And so you can say that in so whether you're married, not married, there's so many other aspects of life that you can be struggling to find contentment and feeling like you're on the right path and you're Mm -hmm. on the right timeline. But you know, when marriage comes, it's going to be the most wonderful thing. And it's going to be awesome. And it'll be your time to shine. And you know, you get to have that moment and finding the partner that you're going to do life with, like, it's just Mm -hmm. that's going to be so awesome. But I just think you can't let the fact that that hasn't happened for you overshadow Mm -hmm. all of the other things that are so awesome in your life. And I think it's easy to let yourself get bitter and think that the grass might be greener when you find that person. But I really think that single girls need to use the time that they're single to focus on what's right in front of them at the time their family their friendships that are going to last their whole mm. life and their career, their passions, their church family, what they're doing in the community on or offline. And I think that nothing is guaranteed. Mm. So we can all hope that our lives unfold the way that we planned. It's just not how it works sometimes. And you never know when life's going to throw you a curveball when the timeline that you imagined isn't going you know, in that direction. But you have to believe that everything's unfolding the way it should be for you. And Mm -hmm. you have to open up your heart to God and, you know, say your will be done, which is extremely hard, especially for the single girl who wants a boyfriend or the girl who's in a relationship who wants to, you know, get the ring or the married girl who's praying for a baby to come, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. When your timeline is different than other people's, that's no reason to be sad. It's just an opportunity mm-hmm. to be thankful and focus your energy and time on the the things that you do have. I think that the one thing I know is that you can't rush those decisions or stages mm-hmm. in your life because yeah. you want your life to look a certain way. I think that's when people make mistakes. Yeah. And when you force things that weren't meant to be, you end up doing things for the wrong reasons. So mm-hmm. I, I think I definitely could have been married if it was, if yeah. I really felt like um, that was like my one thing I wanted to happen. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of girls could just like say, oh, this is the one I want to be married. I want my life to look this way. Let's just, mm-hmm. you know, this is, let's do this. But yeah. I think if you don't make the decision until it feels right in your heart and you, you know, you wait on God's timing, then you're going to be way ahead mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah. So
0: it's always worth it to wait it out. Whatever you're waiting for. I think God does so much in that waiting season. He is Probably. refining our heart and our character. Cause I think I think too it's like in that waiting. Like we have to press into the gratitude for what's in front of us because I think if we don't, it does, like like you were saying, like it would be really easy to get bitter. It would probably be easier to lean into bitterness than it is to be like, you know what? No, I'm going to press against that and be grateful for literally what is right in front of me, even if it's not what I thought would be right in front of me. You know, I yeah, think exactly. it just—it's hard. And it, before we started recording, like we were just saying, like twenty-eight is a weird age. Like I just turned yeah. twenty-eight. I know you're twenty-eight. And I think part of that—I was telling somebody—I was like, I think a lot of it is because this is not what I thought my life would look like at twenty-eight, but it doesn't make me less thankful for what it is. You know?
1: Totally. And I—I I am this. I know it's like. You never think that you would ever say this, but I am so thankful for the heartache and all Mm -hmm. the things that really went wrong because they made me grow so much into the person that, into the wife and the mom that I know I wanna be someday. And I think that if I never went through those hard things, I wouldn't have had to grow the way that I have. And I wouldn't have been ready. I mean, just thinking of myself at 22 or 23, I mean, I don't know about that, Olivia, being a mom or being a wife. Like seriously, so I mean, you never, you never want to be like I don't know, wishing hardships or wishing to go through hard things. But you know, looking back on it, it is what made me who I am, and it really made me refine my faith and figure out what I believe in, what I, you know, what I really value Mm -hmm. about myself and how I'm going to stay grounded in who I am and not be you know phased by this things so it's, it's really you know you have to just bring on the heartache bring on the waiting periods because that's what forms
0: you into who you're supposed to be amen amen I feel like misty-eyed over here
1: yeah. <laughs> and like I'm like crazy oh my gosh me too good church. thing we good thing we don't have wine because that would, it would get so much more emotional oh right yeah <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) we're like we'll just save that
0: for like friend time
1: I think that's like part two maybe yes yes
0: we'll do it live we'll do it we'll do a live recording when I get up to New York yes oh gosh it would be the best it would be the best episode oh and Um, I wrote
1: this I wrote this C.S. Lewis quote down because I'm obsessed with him do you have you read any of his books yes, yes I love I love, He just so wise. He's seriously my role model. People are like, who do you want to be like when you grow up? I'm like, see this list. <laughs> An old man. <laughs> fine. But I, I love his stuff. And one of his quotes that always sticks with me is the whole quote about him saying, being in love is a good thing, but it's not the best thing. Yeah. And he says, who could bear to live in that kind of excitement for even five years? What would become of your work, your appetite, your sleep, and your friendships? Love in the second sense is not merely a feeling. It's a deep unity maintained by the will and strengthened by habit. It's on this love that the engine of marriage is run. Being in love was just the explosion that started it. Wow. So, I mean, it's deep, but I I love it. And I always come back to it because I think we idolize the idea of being in love and getting married and as good as it is you know as good as finding that one person that you can sacrifice for the rest of your life and dedicate your life to i think he's just kind of saying that you know be careful not to make that an idol because there's so many awesome things that you have in your life outside of you know being in love that are all like equally as important so that's just one to stick
0: in your back pocket yeah I'm like I'm gonna need that like tattooed on my arm like on my forehead like oh man that one's so good I don't think I've heard I that's so funny I don't think I've heard that Lewis quote and now I'm like oh it's so good and honestly like I always
1: I always push it but Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis is one of my favorite books and it. it's kind of deep but like if you're really looking to like you know dive a little deeper into your christian faith i totally recommend that book.
0: that and it's one too like you can read it and like marinate on it for a while and then pick it yes. up like, two years later and you're like oh yeah. this is like not brand new information but like you just get a whole new set of eyes like every time you read it
1: I, that is a perfect way to put it because i read it when i was like 24 or something and then th- just this year i reread it and i you know, your faith deepens and you learn so much more and you go through things. And I feel like the second time reading it, it was just almost like even like 10 times better. Yeah,
0: now I wanna go read it again. I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that now. Next time we talk.
1: It's it's always on my bedside table. It's always a good one to just like pick up, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's so good. (laughs) I just love this, I just am so happy this is (laughs) happening. Um, Well, we ask this of every guest we have on the podcast. Our mantra here at Twirl is she twirled their life with a heart full of joy. What for you, Olivia, is the foundation Mm -hmm. of your joy? I would say my
1: joy comes from my faith and the people God has put in my life. I would rather travel home to South Bend, Indiana to see Mm -hmm. my family than to any other place in the world. And I'm dead serious when I say Mm -hmm. that. There is nothing more important to me than the relationships in my life. That is my sole foundation of joy. And I think that joy can't be based on your feelings and your changing circumstances like we were talking about earlier. It's about contentment. And my joy comes from my faith in God and his never changing love and his constant companionship, because that's the one thing in your life that you can always count on. And what I've been working on lately, like I feel like ever since I moved to New York, you would think that your life would speed up. But for some reason, mine completely slowed down. And I felt like when I moved here, I had to like make a decision on how I was gonna like find that balance. Yeah. And I really have been in the last year, I've been keeping a gratitude journal. And I know like people talk about it all the time. And I had never yeah. done it. And I started doing it. And it has changed my life. And I think that once you start to keep a running list of all the little things that you're thankful for, like Mm -hmm. seriously, like the littlest things, like the sunrise coming up in the morning and like your hot coffee and like a healthy body and like eyes Mm -hmm. that work, arms that work, like the little things, you just really start to realize how much you have. And when you write them down, I think you just start to realize how many things you take for granted. you see them on paper. And I think when you look at everything, like it's the gift that it is, and it really feels like one.
0: That's so good. That's so good. I love that. I know just the other day I I was doing, what was I doing? Oh, it was for my birthday. I was like, I'm going to wake up on my 28th birthday and I'm going to write down 27 things that mattered to me and that I'm grateful for, whether they were really crappy or really wonderful. But like, and I looked back and some of it was so little, like one of it was that, I read Where the Crawdads Sing, and it, like, revived my love for fiction. And, like, that's so small.
1: Do I need to read that?
0: You need to read that. It's so good.
1: Wait, I've had, like, three people tell me that it's so good. So
0: good. I, like, forgot how much I love fiction because I all I ever do is read things like Mere Christianity and, like – Me too. But, like – petty, like, yes. I'm like, how can I make my life better? How can I make my heart love Jesus more? Like how can I do, I Like, do, 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 do. And then it was like, I read fiction and just was reminded like, it's okay to slow down. That was kind of the thing about it was like, it's okay to like have slower rhythms and just like enjoy the simplicity of a good book or whatever. I, know. And I, I think the
1: the great thing about fiction too is you're reading about other people's lives that are just like Mm -hmm. you and you see like they deal with crap just like you and they go through hard things and they learn and then you you're almost seeing how their life unfolds and how like they learn from it and so I think that in a way is self-help you know yeah
0: seriously yeah you're like this may be a not true story but I am here for it it's just fun to escape your world yeah whether your tiny little
1: bubble you know you're like get out of your own I need to just get out of my own head once in a while you know wouldn't that be nice (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Yeah. I mean reading does so much for your soul and
0: it's It's just good (laughs) there's a reason we're like told to read from the very beginning we should just start a little book club I'm thinking about we should (laughs) can we can we do that <laughs> like everyone just join in Olivia and I'll tell you what we're reading every month and then I'll just talk about it I, with yeah. with fine obvi- obviously that's a that must happen well tell our listeners if they're not already following along with you where they can keep up with you and follow along with the wonderful life of Olivia <laughs> Ring. <Ray. laughs> You guys can find me
1: on my website. It's oliviarink.com. And honestly, it's a lot of random things. Sometimes I talk about how to wear white jeans in different ways. And sometimes I talk about how to um, clean under your bathroom sink and
0: (laughs) all things you need to know
1: how to deal with dating in your 20s, you know, yeah. the things but i do fashion and a lot of petite fashion so if you're short or you have short friends please send them my way um but that's oliviarink.com and then you can also follow along on instagram every day i'm always updating you guys at um Rink.
0: and you're such a fun follow (laughs) well it's just fun i think too because like i know you it's like oh she's doing this (laughs) high-end editorial photo in the middle of the New York street and then you're like and here I am in my pajamas at home like it's just like such an ebb and flow in like the healthiest most fun way I love it. oh my gosh I just have to have
1: like come on like a girl from Indiana went to school in Kentucky now living in the fashion world in New York City like you got to stay grounded people that's right it, it's a crazy world out here but I mean I'm loving it and I think the one thing if anybody's you know moving to a new city or trying to figure out where to kind of take the direction of their lives. I think you can, you just need to know that you can find good people everywhere, you know, and you can find your people, which is really what makes your city feel like home. Life in New York is, it's good and I'm loving it. And it's so, you know, it's so good for my life right now. And I think people are always asking like, what's next? What are you, where are you going next? Where are you going to be? And You know, I think that when people, I just want to say this because I think it's something that we all struggle with, but I think Mm -hmm. that when people ask you those things, like, oh, like, is it hard, like, working in the wedding industry and not being Mm -hmm. married? Or, like, is it hard not, you know, having a family yet? Or, like, what are your plans? Like, you're Mm -hmm. just still renting an apartment in New York. Um, I think that, first of all, you just don't take it personally. Like, they're honestly just trying to create conversation. Like, nobody's most of the time trying to, like, dig deep into, like, all of your, (laughs) Life problems. So it's honestly, I would say, just take it with a grain of salt. They're just trying to create conversation. You don't have to have the answer, honestly. Just be sweet and say, "I don't know yet. Like I'm still working on it." And And, yeah, and just be happy in the moment. Take it all in. Live in the now, because you know I'm never gonna have this time again, where you know I'm not married. I don't have kids. I'm living in the city, doing what I want to do. There's a time and a place for every stage of your life. Amen.
0: It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) I love that. And it's true. I mean, and easier said than done on some days, but like, it's what, what would happen if we just lived in the now? We would be such content, happy people. I swear. I
1: know. And it it is something that you have to like work on. You, it's like, it's like a muscle. You got to figure out how to do it and how to, you know, be content with where you are in the moment.
0: So that's what we're going to
1: work on folks (laughs) living in the now. We are. That that yeah. is really where you find your happiness.
0: It is. And that's not to say we can't be hopeful of what's to come and there's always exciting things around the corner, but we're gonna miss our life if we're just focused on what's around the corner and not Oh my gosh, what that is, right is so here. true. Or what's on Instagram. Oh you no. Know? Such a such a love hate. You know what I mean? It's like ah, such yeah. a love hate. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> and your like whole careers.
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, I've gone through phases, you know, I've gone through times where it's like been my whole life. And then, you know, in recent months, or I guess this year, yeah. it's been like, you know, there, you can step away and mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. But like the life that you're living is not on your screen. It's not in what other people are doing on your screen. And you gotta, you just gotta challenge yourself to kind of take yourself out of that and realize the life you're living is right in front of you. Amen. Amen.
0: Hey man sister take him to church I love it I love it well this was so fun I feel this like we would so like, fun have a five hour episode people will be like oh okay. I'm sure I'm sure we could keep going I'm sure but we'll we'll, but we'll uh, save we'll that save we'll this. save that for round
1: two with the wine
0: exactly yeah so everyone yeah. get excited round two <laughs> with the wine is coming sometime <laughs> and it's gonna be great it's gonna be the best oh Brad I love you thank you so much for doing this
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This is just so special to, you know, talk to the girls who started my career in this industry <laughs> cheers, in cheers. the fashion world.
0: Crazy life. It's wild. It's wild. I mean, y'all how awesome is Olivia? We already knew she was great, you know, cause she's a friend and whatever, but man, I am just so grateful for that conversation and that She was generous and kind enough to let us share it with you all. Doing podcast interviews is not always people's comfort zones. And I just always feel so grateful that people enter into vulnerability in a way with us that encourages you all because that's the heart of it all is that this serves as a place for you to be encouraged and spurred on and uplifted. And so if you are a faithful podcast listener and are just being introduced to Olivia, go give her some love. Follow her over on Instagram at Olivia Rink or check out her blog and leave her some love on there, OliviaRink.com. Or if you are a new listener because of Olivia, welcome. We are so glad you're here and we hope you'll stick around. To not miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to Twirl Talk Podcast on Spotify or iTunes. And while you're there, if you would leave a five-star rating and a kind review, we would just love you forever. <laughs> when you do that, it helps us get into more and more people's lives. Not because we want to be some hoity-toity awesome podcast whatever, but we just want to be a source of encouragement and love for for women in seasons that feel hard and they want help navigating through or even seasons that feel easy but they want to have a community surrounding them. We want to be a way to be that to you all. So uh, Sorry, that kind of sounded weird, but I hope you get what I'm saying. We believe in the power of community and we want to be a place for that for you. So hopefully you feel that. You're introduced to that maybe for the first time or you're coming back around because you've felt that from day one of this podcast. Season two, y'all, is jam-packed. More of amazing conversations with powerhouse people that we just are insanely grateful for that they took the time to talk with us and that we get to share these conversations with you conversations that we believe wholeheartedly are life-giving and will leave you better <laughs> than when you showed up. And a huge shout out again to our sponsor for today, the Smile Lab from White Groom Maggard Orthodontics. Guys, don't forget if you want to explore the option of a Invisalign treatment for yourself, check out the Smile Lab, mention Twirl Talk podcast to get 10% off your entire comprehensive Invisalign treatment and And y'all, there is power in a confident smile. So don't miss out. If you are even thinking twice about it, visit SmileLab.com. Fill out their six-step smile assessment and get excited. All right, y'all, we'll be back soon and we cannot wait. Thank you for tuning in. We are, like I said, so incredibly excited for season two, and we're just grateful that you're listening. Keep sharing it with your friends and just know that we love you. (laughs) I'm going to quit rambling. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon.